What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Effort Podcast. If this is your first time joining, this is a great one because today I'm kind of in rant mode. You know, Eric, my husband would call this like a Thursday thunder um, because you know what? When I'm in rant mode, I tend to uh, get the best content out. This one's going to be fitness related. So if you have ever had the goal of fat loss, if you have, uh, maybe you're on the endeavor right now, you're trying to get your to your physique goals. You're going to want to listen to this one because this is a huge mistake that people make all the time because it's just a lack of understanding of really where the hard parts are of fat loss, okay? Now, hear me out. Let me give you a little bit of backstory. My name is Amy Ledeen. If this is your first time tuning into FN, thank you for joining me. Um, why am I talking about this subject? Well, I've been in this fitness industry for a long time. I'd consider my husband one of the first OGs, and I was not far after him in terms of going online into the online space of coaching. About 20 years ago, I lost 90 pounds the good old-fashioned way. Um, I actually did it through Weight Watchers initially, and then after that, it was just, you know, good old calorie counting and not always doing things the right way, but I successfully was able to keep that weight off for these 20 years, not always coming from the right place, as I've shared on here, but nonetheless, I've been able to keep it off. Now, the latest stats are that 95% of people gain their weight back, and you'll meet people all the time that have had, quote unquote, success with fat loss. How many times have you lost 10 pounds? How many times have you lost 20 pounds? You know, I have a relative that has over his lifetime probably lost a thousand pounds. Okay. A thousand because he's been on, you know, journey after journey, diet after diet, where he has lost 50 pounds. He's even lost as much as 80 pounds at a time, but he's still 300 pounds right now because we don't understand the seriousness and the intention that goes around the other side of dieting, okay? So yes, the biggest fat loss mistake people are making is they're not seeing the other side of dieting as being the challenging place. In fact, when they get to their goal, most of them quit with their coach, ease up with their emotions, and feel like they've got it from there. In fact, I get emails like that which I'll be honest, it drives me crazy because I feel like that person has just taken all the money that they've put towards coaching in the previous months and they've just lit a match to it because I already know that if they're leaving this coaching relationship, let's say in a caloric deficit because they're dieting and they're there, 
they're not going to have long-term success because I know that they cannot stay in that caloric deficit forever. And they have no way of knowing how to do it. I mean, unless you're like an expert with reverse dieting and I'll say, hey, I know a lot about how to get you <laughs> out of the deficit. And I'd be the first to say that I think I'd still want to coach to coach me through that season because it's a whole different ball game. You're now increasing calories back up to a maintenance level, but doing it in a way that it's not cookie cutter. There is no specific way I can tell someone how to reverse their calories because everyone has a different metabolic adaptation where if I was to increase your, someone's calories by X amount, this could cause them to gain some unnecessary fat on the way up versus another person may not. And this is all just depending on their degree of dieting, their duration of dieting, and then their own, you know, um, their own genetics, their own, you know, responses. But I see this over and over. And I'm hoping that if you're listening to this today, you're not going to make this mistake. Don't hire a coach to get you to the goal and then not stay with that coach or not consider that the other side of this takes just as much intention because hear me out here. Okay. So let's say you're there, like visualize you're here at your goal and you're probably, you know, I mean, if you're getting pretty lean, you're not eating a ton of calories. Let's say you're eating like 15 to 1600 calories because you weigh 140 pounds. Okay. That's your deficit. You can't now, this is what happens with the body. So let's say that you decide to leave and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go on my own now. I've got my deficit diet and I'm already at my goal. Well, let's say you try to stick with that. That's what I did. I stayed with my deficit diet. Well, I didn't understand 20 years ago all about metabolic adaptation and how that same 15 to 1600 calories, my body learned to conserve more and more over time. It downregulates. It slows down digestion. It slows down hormones. Now, what the body was seeing as a deficit, that 15 or 1600 calories, is now being seen as maintenance. This is also why, when you're dieting for long durations, why that same caloric amount no longer has the same response as it did when you started. It's also why, you know, coaches over time need to make diet adjustments and things like that, taking dieting breaks as well. You don't want to just keep lowering your calories. Please don't be doing that you know, to, to get there. But my point here is, you know, you're at this place where calories are already, you know, lower and now you're adapting. Okay. So if you're anything like me back then, I was just like, I'd panic. So I'd be like, okay, well, I have to go lower. I'm too afraid to go up, but I know I need to go up because I can't stay in this deficit forever. And so you stay in this vicious cycle or maybe you bump it up a little bit, but then when you see that scale go up because you're unsure of how these responses are supposed to be, or maybe your bump was too big, you panic and you go back to the deficit diet. And so then for the rest of your life or for the rest of this little song and dance, you're constantly going back and forth, never taking the real dieting break, down-regulating your metabolism and setting yourself up to now only to respond at an even lower calorie amount. Okay, so hear me out here. And additionally to that, you're not only in this like caloric deficit, you're in a caloric deficit where you're needing to weigh and measure and, and do all the things that you're doing with, when you were dieting. And let's face it, that is not sustainable. 
It's just not. It's why when our clients, I mean, if they go through it the right way, and this is why, I mean, hey, when we coach people, you know, we, we say, listen, we want to have a six-month commitment because we know that even if you only had, say, 10 pounds to lose, i got to take you down to that goal weight. And then I've got to also reverse diet you. I've got to put you in this metabolic improvement phase where I increase the calories. And then from there, that's just the, that's just the math. That's just the numbers. Now I've got to psychologically get to a place where you see this as the forever journey where we start taking away the measuring of food. But it has to be after you're already maintaining. You got to have success on that other side of lots of follow through and keeping your promises and knowing that, you know, health is a top priority, et cetera, et cetera. And this takes time. You know, I, I, you know, I would tell people, Hey, I would love to have a client for a full year. And I'll tell you why, because you want to go through all the seasons, their birthdays, their holidays, their family events, a vacation where they learn how to behave because they're not going to always be dieting. So wanted to keep this in short today. Do not make this mistake. Do not think that you are done dieting when you get to the, let's say it's the scale goal, even though I think the scale's stupid, or like a number goal with your clothes or the way you look in the mirror and think that you can just end it there in the caloric deficit. You must go through a metabolic improvement phase. You must reverse it, get to a place where those calories are at maintenance, and then learn to behaviorally live there. Because unless you plan to weigh and measure your food, and unless you plan to play the game of going from, you know, a calorie deficit to barely trying to eat more, and slowly but surely, you'll be eating like a bird, because you will downregulate more and more. Take my advice. Take the time to go through the metabolic improvement phase. Take the time to see the other side of dieting is actually the hardest because it is. Because there will be times that you're already going to be at your goal. And if you've not learned to behaviorally eat and make decisions for your best self, you will constantly be caving because you're feeling good at your goal. You're like, hey, what's another donut? What's another piece of this? What's another dinner out? Not seeing that you still have to have strategies. You still have to have a plan on the other side. I personally think the other side is by far harder. When I have a a diet to follow and stick to the deficit and see the goal, you know, over the, the weeks on end where I get tighter and tighter is awesome. When you're at maintenance, it's not exciting anymore. You gotta put in just as much effort of your day, honestly, for little to no change every single morning when you wake up. That's the goal. The goal is to have little or no change, but all by putting in just as much effort as you did during the fat loss phase. So don't make this mistake. I know this is just a rant. It may not be even relevant to you, but if it is relevant to someone you know that is dieting, send them this episode. Have a good one, you guys. Okay, I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about, I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend. You know, tag me in it. Go give me a review, of course, if you're really feeling it. And 
rate me. You know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission. 